It is Patriots linebacker Brandon Copeland. Brandon, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm loving the soundtrack. You, you woke me up this morning. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> with with Cam Newton testing positive and the game being moved, was this the strangest week that you've had in your NFL career? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can easily say it was uh, a week like no other. Um, unprecedented for sure. Uh, I've never had a game postponed for any reason. So, uh, yeah, it was it was definitely a, a different week, uh, to put it frankly. Were you on the bus that broke down last night? And if so, uh, how angry was Bill? That's a, that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, to be quite honest with you, I had you just that's exclusive news right there. I had no idea a bus broke down. I okay. was probably asleep <laughs> the right. entire time. Yeah. All right, good. Well, <laughs> but you guys were. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. You guys were up early yesterday to get tested, flew out there. Um, you know, it was a com- completely different, uh, you know, scenario in which uh, to play a football game. And you end up being in that game well into the fourth quarter. You must be pretty happy about that this morning. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess, when you know, you, you want to the, – the, at the end of the day, the, the result is the result. So, you know – Unfortunately, it's it's still a, a a loss, but but there's it, it, in every loss there's a lot that you can learn, and and clearly, like you said, there was definitely some different uh, circumstances. But who knows, you know, if we'll ever have to to do something like that again? You know, God forbid we do. Um, so you know, at the end of the day, you you know, you put the football down you play some plays and, and you look at the score at the end of the game and you want to see a W in that, in that, in that column. And, and we don't have that. So, you know, we just have to go back and reevaluate some things. We did some great things last night. Uh, we also did some things that well, we know we can be better. And even in those, some of the great things that we did, you'll find ways that we can make them um, even greater or, or better plays. So that that's just part of the process. And, and um, you know, we're looking forward to, to building and, and bouncing back next week. So we shouldn't be celebrating another moral victory this morning, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, you guys can do whatever you would like to do uh, for me, and uh, you know, for, I, I'll speak for myself. Uh, for me, it, it's it's always about getting better, even in the wins. You know, it's 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 what can I do to be better next time? Because clearly, you know. Um, if, if you're not trying to improve yourself, then that's when you, you let your competition um, catch you. Well, as fans, we celebrate those things because that's all we can. Hold on. Do you want me to introduce you to Brandon? He oh, might not boy. know who he's talking to, <laughs> and I know you're too shy. I know, I know, I know you're too shy to is do that it what yourself. It is? Do, you know who, do you know who you're speaking with? Uh, I, I do not. I speak okay. with Greg Hill. I know that much. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I'm talking about uh, Wiggy. He is the man who began the dynasty uh, with his performance during the Snow Bowl. Yeah. Uh, the great Jermaine Wiggins, wow. uh, one of the one of the nice. greatest to ever put the uniform on. Uh, there we go. Okay, there right, we go. go. And go he hasn't stopped talking uh, since. It's, that's true. Hey, listen, pat yourself on the back, Brandon, because uh, nobody's going to do it after for this, you. That's what my mama uh, used to tell me all the time. After this interview, he will be happy to send an autographed eight by ten your way. Yes, I keep him in, in the car. Okay. So, Brandon, you know, as fans, we celebrate the moral victories because we watch the game and we go, okay. Our team can now hang 
with a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Is there, you know, when you look at that game, ultimately I know it's all about the W, but is there some type mm-hmm. of confidence walking away from a game, especially defensively, when you, you play as well as you do and you know you're playing against an offense that's so powerful as the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like I said, there's, there's always some things that you can take away, and, and it's not necessarily that we'll, you know, be, be – in, in football, as you know, you can't be just – negative on yourself you can't be too high in the wins you can't be too low in the losses and 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 there was definitely like I said some positive things some great things that we can build on um that came from that game you know there's definitely some things that you know I'm sure we're all excited about as players and teams and then there's also things where we know hey we're excited to have the opportunity to work this week and and clean those up and get better at them and and that's just you know as a competitor as a uh an NFL player um that's the mindset that I've taken on, you know, for the last eight years. And that, that's the mindset that I think that you have to take on if you want to improve in this league. Because, again, like you said, for for um, some people, it's okay uh, to have the quote-unquote moral victories. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we, we want – we want real victory, so um, we need to we need to work for that. But again, there were some great things that happened last night, and 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 you know, it's definitely some some positive things um, that we can build on. What's the adjustment been like? You know, because I I wonder about like the behind the scenes and the adjustment of you know sometimes not being able to practice during this pandemic and basically having to do you know installs and everything through zoom meetings and zoom calls what's that adjustment been like for you as a player yeah it's just i think you you really have to hone in on your mental preparation i had a a coach who used to say this game is 90% mental and 10% physical and it legitimately is but now when you take it to this virtual space it it you, you know, you you really you really have to put those words to, to like work at that point because now um, you can't just allow the um, words to just hit your brain or or hit your your ears and just kind of dissipate. You have to visualize these plays. You have to visualize what coach is actually talking about, um, and, and so it's it, it's definitely an adjustment, but it's an even playing field as well. So, you know, ultimately we, whatever we're doing, our opponent is doing as well. And, and so we just have to make sure that we um, do and spend whatever time that we have, we have to be better than our opponent in that time. Right. Um, It's a, a tough adjustment. I'd say one of the biggest things when you talk about the, like the spring preparation and things like that is like, it's just it's tougher to get to know people in the virtual space, right? You you usually in the spring you're together, you're working out, you're training, you're laughing, you're joking, ha ha, kiki, all of those types of things, right? You get to know the people that make the players. Um, when you're in the virtual space, you're handling business, you're getting to know each other a bit, but it's you know obviously we all understand it's it's a bit different than that real. Uh, day-to-day physical interaction that that laugh that touch all of those types of things spotting people during the lift really getting to know the person that's next to you and so um we obviously we've had time on the field together and 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 we're we've had a chance to do that but i think that you know this season 
in comparison to other seasons, you're watching teams grow up right before your eyes. And, you know, it's early. We're all still growing together, not just the Patriots. It's, it's literally across the league. We're all still growing together because, um, you know, we just finished our, our fourth regular season game, but usually we would have been eight games in by now in terms of four preseason games and four regular season games. So, mm-hmm. um, so we're still learning each other, which is, it, it, it's a good thing. Does Cam have a nickname for you? Uh, does Cam have a nickname for me? I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I was going. I was going to try to make up something real quick, but I don't. I, can't, I, I haven't got that much sleep last night, so I can't really uh, make up anything on the spot. But no, nah, I don't. I don't think he has a nickname for me. And was it was it nice and and different to play in front of fans last last night to be in a stadium with fans? Yeah, it was different. It was different. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's. Uh, I went to the University of Pennsylvania, um, and so you know we had those sellout ninety thousand crowds every single week. We really had about maybe twenty seven thousand or so. So a lot of our stadiums looked empty, um, but it kind of. Uh, it, it was probably a, a few more people than that, but it, it, it reminded me of of my my college days. So it was nice to play in front of fans. It was nice to hear audience and, and you know crowd ebbing and flowing with the game as opposed to the 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 you know fake crowd noise and stuff like that but um but yeah brandon speaking of college i know that you teach a class called life 101 at upenn and in part you deal with financial literacy which i think is awesome because that's something that's severely lacking right. in teaching our students you know as they grow up and in high school and college what inspired you to to start educating kids about learning about finances and life things that they have to deal with yeah i think you know being being an nfl player i understood um that i was getting access to a lot of opportunities people um and exposure to a lot of different things and and education uh that you know i i understood if without my quote-unquote title of an nfl linebacker I wouldn't be exposed to. And, and, you know, some of that exposure was for better or for worse, right? There's some people who want to take your money and hope mm-hmm. you're, you're too foolish to, to think twice. And some people who actually have a good idea for you. Um, and, and for me, it's, I always thought that it was just unfair uh, that, you know, because you think that I have a certain amount of, of money or wealth, that you offered me this type of education or, or this type of access to information, but you didn't offer it to my mother mm-hmm. who was a single mom trying to feed two Husky boys growing up. And, and, you know, if you could have told her some of the tips that you told me on, on my 401k, she might be in a much better position for her retirement right now. Right. Or if you told her how to purchase her house um, or taught her how to do those things, you know, she, she wouldn't make, or potentially make some some life altering mistakes, and so I think that there's for me life one on one is it's literally about the constant decisions in life that we for some reason or another just don't talk about in class. Your budgeting, credit, what goes into your credit, wills and estates, how to buy a house, uh, buying versus renting, uh, buying versus leasing a car, all of those types of things that literally we all will have to make these decisions no matter what major you are, what you plan to do with your life these decisions will affect you. Why not talk about them? Why not help people be more confident in these decisions? Because um, 
I remember when my wife and I bought our first house, we do real estate now, but, but when we bought our first house, our house to live in, you know, she called and, and said, Hey, you know, I was in season. She said, Hey, does everything look right in this, you know, 40 page contract? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, like this is my right. first time. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, it shouldn't be like that when you think about it. Like, you know, we learned about the, the tangent of 45 degree angles, but we're not learning about <laughs> things that we actually will have to do. Well, some of us will actually have to do, excuse me. You know, I know right. somebody's using that, that TI-84 right now, but oh, yes. um, so that's where, where it comes from, you know. <laughs> you, might, you, guys, you guys might actually be able to buy Brian Hoyer's home here oh, in New England oh, this morning. Oh, I think he's oh. That's terrible. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, probably listen, worth a lot. You are, you are, you are you're hosting, you're actually doing a virtual assembly tonight for Massachusetts students on this very topic, correct, Brandon? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, we're doing a, a virtual assembly. Um, you know, typically uh, in a normal year, a normal non-pandemic situation, you know, I'd be going into schools and, and trying to encourage kids to take ownership of their education. And, and clearly with this virtual space, there's been a, a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of, you know, I don't want to say just push back, but there's a lot of differences. And, and so, you know, I want to challenge kids and encourage kids to take ownership of their education and their lives, but then also uh, working with fit money to fitmoney.org to, to just make sure that they emphasize some of these true life education skills that again, we all will need. And, and, you know, now more than ever is, is probably the time to focus on some of these things, these tangible, practical skills um, and learning that you will need not only, you know, now, but for the rest of your life. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. That's 7 p.m. tonight. People can go register. It's free for all students, free for anybody. I mean, really, parents, teachers are, are coming as well. Some adults I know have, have reached out and said, hey, you know, they want to come and, and just learn and have, hang out and and so, you know, you can go to my Instagram at bcope51, B-C-O-P-E-5-1. And in the, the bio, there's a link for to register. Um, and we'll shoot the, the link for the uh, the uh, webinar over to you later on the day. But I'm, um, I'm very much looking forward to it. It's clearly not, a, you know, the in-person hype. I can't bring out the boombox and put on the song <laughs> that you guys, you know, brought me into on. But, you know, it, we'll make it work somehow, someone. I mean, so just to be clear... Not only are you a linebacker on the New England Patriots, mm -hmm. but you're a college professor. I, I feel like impressive. A, right? I feel like a complete failure at it's, fifty, at fifty, almost fifty-four. Almost 54. Years old. I mean, very impressive, Brandon. Very impressive. I appreciate you. I right. appreciate you. Thank right. you so much. Well, listen, uh, we'll get everybody to uh, participate tonight virtually. I thank you for being on the show this morning. You guys are two and two, but if you include the moral victories, you're four and zero. Oh, so, um, way to way to go! And we are uh, we are we're uh, we're really happy to have you on. Thanks for. And by the way, can you do me a favor? Your phone is fantastic. Can you loan it to Edelman uh, for Friday so that we can get him on an actual phone that we can hear? Could you do that for me? Gotcha, gotcha. I will, I will try to do that. All right. Uh, all right, Brandon Copeland. Thanks for being on.